With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. The Ken Miller Show over the noon hour, our final hour of the program. Uh, Jimmy B and TC uh, from uh, 1 until 2. And then uh, afternoon sports talk on your drive home with the drive. Trent and Wolfgang uh, from 4 until 6. Trent, we uh, aren't doing anything on the NFL today. So let's get a quick hit on the NFL. John right. Miller coming up in about oh, uh, 10 minutes. Hey, not even, about 6, 7 minutes for John. David Kaplan from Chicago will join us at uh, 1225. And then Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Who I, I'm with you. I believe he did tell us he was going to Neyland Stadium uh, to see Tennessee and Alabama. We'll ask him. We'll pretend we didn't know. <laughs> there you go. That's um, a good idea. Absolutely. So I was um, just watching Bill Belichick um, uh, on, on Twitter. So he was asked about Khalil Mack, and he was asked about, you, you've seen some great pass rushers in your career. Does Khalil Mack to, you know, where does he compare in relationship to Lawrence Taylor? And I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belichick wanted no part of that question. No, no. No, it's... I mean, he co- didn't open up. No, he was no. Surprisingly, <laughs> it was. Um, you're talking about Lawrence Taylor, and he said, "Yeah, Lawrence. Well, I'm not. I've never seen anybody like Lawrence Taylor." Uh-huh. Was his answer. Bull to board material. There you go, Khalil Mack. Yeah, but you know what? He's right. Yeah. And as good as Khalil Mack is, and he's a star. He's the best in the league, in my opinion. And this coming from a guy who roots for Von Miller every mm-hmm. single week. Uh, Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in the league, um, and maybe not even close, but we'll see. The Bears and the Patriots this week. This is an interesting spot for your Bears. It who, is. Boy, that, that game against the Fish, Trent. There's a lot of moments that you look back upon and say, mm-hmm. Ugh. There's also some moments you say, oh, they were lucky to get to overtime. Lucky okay. to not lose earlier in overtime with Kenny and Drake fumbling at the goal line. Mm-hmm. So. It was frustrating. Wasn't that bizarre, by the way? Why would why would Gase not send his field goal kicker on at that point? Yes, yeah, right. Really, you, you you have first and goal from the where the one yard one, line, yeah. and he fumbled the ball. That was a hell of because a play. you never anticipate that the, your guy's going to fumble the ball there. Yeah. He was going it. There was nobody around. The, the one defender that was there made a play and punched it out. Mm-hmm. Frustrating game, not surprising, and the steam that came in on the Bears. Gambling wise, oh, when the f- word came out that uh, Tannehill wasn't going to play, that it was going to be Osweiler, we we've had Jason Symbol. I Chris spoke with Andrews. him yesterday, and that was the first question I asked him. I asked him about the Bears game, and was it a good weekend? And I said, I'm guessing the answer is yes, based mostly on the Bears. I, I was texting with Chris Andrews uh, Monday, and he said the line as soon as it was announced, it was incredible. And we know Aaron Rodgers is worth four or five points. We know Tom Brady's worth. But how Bra- much Tannehill worth? Tannehill to Brock Osweiler is not a four-point line movement. You. It made absolutely no sense. And hopefully people that listen to us understand those things mm-hmm. and have listened throughout the years understand. Trent, they couldn't get a bet on Miami. Take the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill is not worth no. five points. He's Brock Osweiler. It's Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler kept him in the game, mm-hmm. came back, and they got it done. But now the Bears have the Patriots. Mm. They get him in Soldier Field. 
That's got to be a great environment, doesn't it? Well, it depends on the scores. It might be a great environment at noon. It. Right, going into it. <laughs> right. one thirty might not quite I be the same. I feel good about the Bears this week. You do? I do. And you know I have not bought uh-uh. in. Uh-uh. I know you haven't. This is a spot. This is a spot where... Patriots by what? Three and a, I mean, is it three and a half? Is it, it's got to be more I, than that. Three and a half is what I would anticipate. Three. Three? Three is where it is at... And you know that the public has got to be oh, all yeah, over the Patriots at three. They're going to be pounding this one. You know what the best game of the week is, I think? And and sadly... It's not your team tomorrow night. No, 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 no. <laughs> Arizona-Denver? That sounds like last year's Thursday night schedule. Well, the best it's the Sunday night game that they flexed into. That's the best of the week. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. That's good. This is, in, this is in the worst time slot... This tells you that none of the networks wanted it or the networks decided that, no, this isn't for us. I mean, they're going to televise it, obviously. But if you don't have the Sunday ticket or live in either one of these two cities, you're not seeing this game. You're going Saints-Ravens on me. I am. That's a good game trend. Best defense maybe in football in the Ravens this year. Drew Brees and that historic offense against that defense. Game is in Baltimore. That's okay. a that's All a right. big game. That's a five star game. Two teams that are fighting for supremacy in their division. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to be there with you watching that game because the late window. Guess what? We're served up this week. Well, I have it in front of me. Should I spoil it? Well, we're, there's two options because right. there's only two options. CBS two options. has both of them. Dallas at Washington mm. or Rams at Niners. So let me let me guess what we have. Do you have the local slate in front? of I you? I do. Yep. All right, so let me go to the early window. So the two possibilities, it looks like CBS has the doubleheader. So CBS's early games are Tennessee Chargers. No, that's or that's early, early. That's early. That's, that's in London. We'll all get that one. We all get that one. So mm-hmm. the early. So CBS has a triple header. They do. So the the choices locally would be Patriots, Bears, yes, Bills, Colts, okay. and Houston, Jacksonville. Even KCC, even the Des Moines Register, if they were asked to make the call on this one, would get this one right. They're showing us Patriots Bears, are they not? They are. We'll get Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts on the call. Good crew there, and they didn't screw it up this week. Good work locally on that. So the Fox window, and I assume that Fox will take that to take the early slot, mm-hmm. and they will give us the Vikings and the Jets locally. The other choices are Carolina, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, and Detroit, Miami. They're giving us Vikes, Jets, as they should on KDSM. They are. They got it. 17 will have it. Tom Brenneman and Chris Spielman on the call. Another good crew. And then the late game and our two choices, because it's a CBS doubleheader, are... Rams Niners with C.J. Beathard. Yes, local angle. A lot of Hawkeyes on that 49ers. There squad. are. And the other one, and CBS doesn't get the Cowboys very often. Mm-hmm. Cowboys and the Redskins. Historic matchup, NFC East, one of the best rivalries in football. That's what we're getting. You're right. That's what we will be getting. You it could, makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Cowboys are a big pull. No, I don't nope. have a problem. So we've got 8.30 in the morning football on Sunday. Got your Sunday set. I do. Up. I do. Coffee. Yep. Breakfast. Yep. Paper. Yep. Well, yep. And I'll then, read about I'll read about Friday's high school football scores and Sunday's and paper. Sunday. And then away you go. Then we get it off the register. For fourteen straight hours? Yes. You will not leave the man cave? No. Just down there? Recliner. This'll be coming off a Saturday where I about do the same thing. Now will you get John Miller? Yes. 
It's our, our neighborhood cleanup day on Saturday when our association gets together. And I love our neighbors. I really do. But I can't help in the neighborhood cleanup, Trent. I got to work on Saturday. I got Maryland, Iowa. Anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. And starts with tomorrow night with Arizona and uh, the Denver Broncos. And I think there's a decent game tomorrow night, or on Friday night, too. Isn't there a – no, there isn't. Uh, Colorado State, Boise State. Mm. Mm, yeah, I thought Colorado State was going to be good before the season, but they're not. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. He joins us as we talk Hawks in Maryland. John, uh, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Doing good, gentlemen. Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I appreciate you coming on, John. So let's look back. Um, where were you wrong about this Iowa team? I mean, obviously now everything's in front of them again with Wisconsin getting beaten. It looks as though there's, you know, there's a couple of potential trip-ups for the Badgers, opening the door again for Iowa should they take care of business. But as you look back at this team, now seven games into the season, where were you right about this Iowa team, and what did you miss on about this Iowa team? Well, we all thought Nate Stanley was going to have a pretty good season. didn't start out that way, but I think he's erased those concerns with four very good games in a row. Um, so we were right about that. Um, we were right about Iowa's ability to rush the passer. Where I was wrong was I had significant concerns on the pace of development of the offensive line. I thought that they would eventually turn into a competent to good unit, but I mm-hmm. thought that that would take a lot longer than it has. They're there right now. And that has meant a great deal. Um, I reserved uh, historically understandable doubts about the progression of the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. And I believe they are farther down the road there. Brandon Smith is gaining confidence. Amir yep. Smith-Marset still inconsistent. But with, with Smith um, and uh, an 84, who I can never remember his name, is freaking crazy. Easily. Yep. Easily. Um, th- those guys are, are doing good. Um, I also greatly... Um, underestimated Iowa's ability to, I guess, plug and play at linebacker. Who knew that Iowa was at that level? And that's a big thing because Iowa is the third-best rush defense in the nation, and that includes having played Wisconsin and Indiana, the two best offensive lines on their schedule. And I never would have guessed that. I thought that there would be – I thought they'd have problems at defensive tackle, which means that we get more blockers on linebackers, and that was going to be problems defending the run up the middle. So I'd say offensive line development pace, and their ability to just almost not miss a beat at linebacker. Yeah, I think what you're saying, because there was some good players there. That's where I was, because my concern was the linebacker. Totally with you there, Trent. John, uh, you mentioned offensive line play, and, and for Iowa to have a special season, and it's trending, this very well could be a special season. you got to have those stories of seniors. And along the offensive line, Ross Reynolds, a local kid here from Waukee, always rooting for him, but never was overly impressed. He is one of those senior breakthrough moments. He's having a great season, really helping one of those question marks, the interior of the offensive line. He's played at a high level. What have you thought of his play and that line as a whole as you talked about? You know, it's one of the things where I haven't thought of Ross Reynolds all year, which is the best thing you can say for an interior offensive lineman. The tackles get all the glory because they're outside, they're more visible. But Ross Reynolds has just gone to work, done his job, and in you know, people want to talk about how uh, underrated a player this guy is or how underrated a player that guy is. But I think Keegan Render may be the quiet MVP of the offense. I know he doesn't throw passes and he doesn't carry balls. But he makes the calls on that offensive line at center. And I thought Iowa was really going to be in trouble with James Daniels gone. 
Keegan Render is having a fantastic year. He is kicking some tail. And and really, I think the offensive line, that the, the production they're having, and as good as they look, a lot of that goes on his shoulders at the center making those calls. Uh, because Iowa was only allowed six sacks. It's won a game after 25 a year ago. Uh, Jake Christensen in 2007, after Iowa had to retool a little bit on the offensive line, was sacked over 40 times that season. And, and Nate Stanley's only been dropped down six. Now, it helps that Nate Stanley's as right. strong as an oak tree, yeah. but uh, the line's done a good job. Yeah, Roethlisberger light, no doubt. Hey, John, are you surprised? And, and I get the sense, and again, I'm asking you to translate Kirk Ferentz for us as, as seemingly, I'm learning, but you're better at it than I am. I get the sense that he really likes these two true freshman corners. And, you know, whether these, you know, whether there's there's injuries behind him, and I agree that there are, but I think he really wants to keep playing Brent and Moss and develop these guys because I don't think they're hurting. They picked on Moss a couple of games ago at Minnesota, and sure, he gave up some stuff, but he certainly made some plays in that game. I think Ference is not looking for an excuse, but certainly not in a big rush uh, to replace those two true freshmen who are playing cornerback in the Big Ten. Brent isn't going to relinquish that starting position unless he gets hurt um, for until he's done. And Moss, I think, is more fundamentally sound at that position than O.J. Mudia is. O.J. Mudia might be able to make up for a few things with a little better speed. But even when Moss is, is getting beat, and listen, uh, most corners get beat once or twice a game. It's just can the quarterback get them the ball when that happens. Even when Moss is in his trail position, he's getting his hands up into the grill through the arms and into the face of the receiver, exactly how you're taught. So even when I'm seeing Moss get beat a little bit, sometimes I'm seeing his technique is still really good. You can tell he's a cerebral player. And, hey, he, he's made some plays here as well. So mm-hmm. he'll continue to get tested. Brents will probably be the Maytag repairman on the other side uh, until Moss makes people pay. But you know what? If the opposing team's best opportunity to move the ball on you is 30 to 40-yard throws downfield on the outside, I'll take that all day because the, the percentage chance of them succeeding more often than not is lower. We've seen uh, Amadi Hooker move down and play outside linebacker, the star position, as they kind of go to a 4-2-5 look with that. John, could that maybe be a home even next season for Michael Ojemudia? If it is a case, you got Hankins, you got the two true freshmen you talked about there, a possibility, Hooker back at his natural safety spot, Geno Stone next to him, and when they go to the star position, that's where Ojemudia finds a home. Maybe. Uh, I think maybe he needs a little more lead in his pencil, but you're also assuming that Hooker will be at Iowa next year, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he will, and that's a really fun conversation to think about because if everybody can come back that can come back, mm-hmm. holy smokes, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good football team. So, yeah, I think I think that Kirk would probably prefer to play the 4-3, but when you see the teams on your schedule like a Minnesota, like uh, an Indiana, like a Purdue – Teams that really want to spread it out and do a lot in that intermediate passing game, having that extra defensive back who's physical like Hooker is on the field is almost the perfect anecdote for that. As long as you're able to control the rush with your four defensive linemen and that one inside backer. And when Jack Hockaday returns and Nick Neiman returns, Iowa's got a lot of guys. Heck, even the um, uh, the kid from Kansas City, 32, I'm doing horrible with names today. Jamon Colbert. Um, yeah, Col- Colbert, Jaiman Colbert. He, man, that guy to me, he's got an incredible future there. 
because he's that guy that I think gives them flexibility almost to give a four-two-five look. But he's he's he has that backer mentality. But I think he's a glorified uh, safety, like a blown-up safety with the ability to move. So I think that that's just the way that Iowa's probably going to move anyway because of the the number. You know, Wisconsin's Wisconsin, and you play them once a year. But Nebraska wants to spread it out. There's so many spread teams anymore. I think the four-two-five type personnel makes sense. Mm. John, there's a lot of folks that cover the uh, the Big Ten. Teddy Greenstein comes to mind. I know the Big Ten Network was talking about this. I was clearly back in this race in in the West. Now, when you look at what Wisconsin still has ahead of them, they're at Northwestern this week. Back-to-back games on the road at Penn State at Purdue. Yes, Iowa's got to go to Penn State next week, and then to Purdue the following week. They're very much in this conversation. Is it warranted, John? Do you do you like Iowa's chances right now? Should they? Well, whether they, I mean, they have to beat Penn State, I guess. But where are you? Are you ready to discuss Indianapolis again? I think that the most likely outcome is Iowa and, and Wisconsin being seven and two, and that means Wisconsin right. goes. Right. I think that obviously, if, I think if Iowa runs the table, they're there because Wisconsin's going to lose again, I believe. Yeah, me too. But I, I, if Iowa goes 7-2, and two, I, I really have to squint to see the Badgers at 6-3. and three. And it's not as hard this year because their defense is just not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but what teams on their schedule can stand up to them at the point of attack? Northwestern's probably the best shot. And Clayton Thorson's getting better, had a great week last week even though they don't have a lot of weapons, the skill position players to throw to. I think if, if Northwestern trips them up this weekend, I think they'll have three losses. If Northwestern doesn't get them, it's really hard to find a third. Uh, Squint was, uh, was, did some of his best work last Saturday, John. You, I mean, it was pretty, he, he was pretty simple with what he, he really did. Was. You know, he, 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 he just laughed, and then he came up with the knock-knock joke that seemed to work real well. I must have watched I was, that. I was, I, was, I was wondering if you liked that one. <laughs> well, I just thought you, you said just said you had to squint to see a 6-3 a, a uh, Wisconsin uh, record. Oh, and that, yeah, yeah. And that, you know what, i got to bring him up. That was, John, I laughed my you-know-what off. That was <laughs> that was priceless. I know some people knocked you, et cetera, but, good God, have a sense of humor. That was rich. You, 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 you know that... Uh, a hundred thousand people could knock me. I'm I'm here to entertain myself, so I don't care what people think. And you entertained me, John Miller. I appreciate that. Thank good, you, John. Good. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, bud. All right. Take care. Bye. Good to talk to John Miller, who doubles his squints. Squints. Right. Well, he doesn't say it's him. He, no, he, well, Hassel doesn't say he's Cooter. What's Hassel? Cooter, Ray Bob, Ray Bob Cooter. Something like that. Boy, his work on CBS.com. Chris Hassel talking yeah. NBA stuff. It's three minutes. It's Hassel at his best. This kid is so ta- not a kid anymore. No, nope. this, this guy is so talented. He really and truly is. And moving up the ranks there at well, CBS. You know what I said on the air before too, and I took some credit because it sounded like I was knocking him. I wasn't. Chris Hassel should not be in sports. Chris Hassel should spread his wings, make some money. He is talented. He's way better in sports, I think. He's great at that. SNL actor, something like that. Yeah. Yes, he's talented. This is the most talented kid, I think. Zubin's gone to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was here, but but Hassel's an Iowan, and he also is—it's more than just sports. And we've we've had people that have come. Doug Kazarian, who I had on last mm-hmm. Friday from ESPN, mm-hmm. he was in the Quad City, so we got mm-hmm. all right. There's an Iowa. Connection. Bill Ryder apparently yes. lived here, and he grew on, up in Dubuque. Grew up in Dubuque. I've talked with Bill before, and yeah, he he's a a guy from around here, mm-hmm. but 
Now, Murphy was, wasn't born here, but he right. lived here long enough. He's a talented dude, but hassle. Well, hassle. Just another level. Yeah, it's not just sports with him. No. It's another layer. And I don't know how I don't much have they're paying him. No, nobody does. Chris Hassel does. He He's fortunate. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I think it's CBS Sports. Or HQ dot whatever it is, Google Hassel. It's it's awesome. Uh, so is David Kaplan. We'll get to Chicago. We'll talk to Cappy next. He's brought to us by Heartland Flags. Trent and I until one seventeen hundred KBGG. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on seventeen hundred. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. So here's something you might have experienced. I used to post to job boards only to spend countless hours sorting through way too many resumes just to find a few qualified candidates for my tech sales teams, the trucking business I hire for my hair salons. That old process was definitely not Not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. They figured out hiring. ZipRecruiter did the work for me. Their powerful matching technology scanned thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience for my job and actively invited them to apply. So I got qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try ZipRecruiter now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, Trent and I, until 1 o'clock here. This portion of the program brought to us by heartlandflags.com. They make it possible for us to speak with Cappy. We'll head to Chicago momentarily. You can check them out. Their store is actually on Southwest 9th Street. But check them out online, heartlandflags.com. Any sport, any flag, but more than just sports, heartlandflags.com, free shipping. Let's go to Chicago. He's David Kaplan. He joins us. Cap, Trent, and Ken, how are you? What's going on, boys? How we doing? Doing fine, Cap. I know you're a good, uh, you're a good baseball mind. I want to pick it for a second, uh, and I'm not uh, saying that Mach- what Machado did was right. It was, it was wrong. But so was Aguiar, in my opinion. Uh, he's, I've never seen a first baseman stay on the base the way he did with his foot. I think it was Machado's third step that he finally kicked to him, and he, and he meant to. But why was Aguiar's foot still on the bag? That's a great question. We talked about that today. Now, uh, my bigger concern with Manny Machado is when Manny Machado comes out and says, I'm not a Johnny Hustle kind of player, blah, blah, blah. Like That stuff I find far more egregious than I do what he did last night. Was it a dirty play? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the other stuff, that's what bothers me more. All right, tell me about Anthony Iaposi. Did I get it right? I oppose you. You've been practicing. You, you are absolutely correct. So that's good to see that you got that right. Uh, <laughs> I get they the like stuff. him. I talked to somebody yesterday, one of the players who will remain nameless, and he said, "As long as we get a John Maley disciple back, I'm good." Mm. They were not all in on Chili Davis, yeah. so that's it. Is what it is. Cap, who's, um, I mean, it looks like Wilson Contreras uh, maybe 
I don't want to say the benefit, the benefactor. I'm not saying he, be, I mean, he didn't help him, but he had a bad year at the plate. There's more there than Contreras. Is Contreras maybe, and I'm not saying he, that he went to Theo or he went to Joe and said, we got to get somebody else in here, but was his year maybe as responsible for anybody's year that Chili Davis is no longer employed? Um, I think it's all just a cumulative thing. I don't think it was all just. Wilson Contreras, you know, I just think it was the message wasn't being received well by the players. Mm-hmm. A, B, you had a couple of key guys that didn't perform as well as they wanted at the plate, Bryant, because of injury. But Schwarber wasn't great. Uh, obviously, Wilson wasn't great. So I think the whole thing was cumulative. One more on baseball. Trent's dying to get to the Bears. Patriots come to town this week. I, I saw a picture. I guess yesterday was um, Bryce Harper's birthday, and there was a Photoshop, him in a Cubs uniform in front of the Ivy. Um, is there any chance that happens? I mean, who will they go after? Will they go after a, a high-priced talent like a Harper or a Machado, or will they spend their resources trying to you know, maybe find another starter, rebuild the bullpen? What, what do you think they'll do? I think that they will look at all things first on the trade market and figure out just what can we do in the trade market and address our needs and then go out and try and make an astute signing to fill in whatever hole that they have left after they've given certain things up. So that's what I think their wish list is. Okay, if we move, I'll pick a name, Schwarber. Mm -hmm. If Schwarber's gone, what are we replacing in left field? Oh, we're sliding Chris Bryant there because we think we can sign whoever the guy is, Manny Machado or whoever. Oh, wait a minute, we're going to leave Bryant at third, but we're putting Addison Russell back at short, or we're playing Javi at short, so we got to get a second baseman who can play every day. And then in left field, we're moving Schwarber, so let's go get Bryce Harper. I think that's where they are. they got to figure out, is there somebody we're going to sign that we think we can get, and what can we get in trade? Cap to the Bears as the, they come off that disappointing loss to the Dolphins. A myriad of things went into that, but there's no time to uh, be weeping as New England comes to town they got a shot at the NFL. Anybody has a shot any given Sunday. But how do you think we're going to see the Bears react and come out this Sunday at noon? Uh, I think the Bears are going to come out and play really hard and try and do the best that they can. My question is, what is New England going to do defensively against Mitchell Trubisky? Are they going to come out in a zone and say, hey, we're going to force you to move your team down the field bit by bit? Are they going to let Matt Nagy, who's one of the best play callers in the league, are they going to let him uh, scheme things and be able to be successful one-on-one? If that's the case, well, then you got a different set of circumstances. Then I give the Bears a real chance. 30 seconds, Tariq Cohen, you figure, is going to be a big part of the game plan. Any concern, though, Nagy, late in games, both against the Dolphins and the other loss against the Packers, maybe reverting to his old boss, Andy Reid? Uh, you mean in terms of being conservative? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Reed's never been known as great late in games. Um, look, I think Andy Reed's an outstanding football yes. coach. I do. I think he's a great, great football coach. But I think that when Matt goes back and looks at that tape, which he's done probably 50 times already oh, since right. the game ended on Sunday, he goes, I should have been more aggressive. Not, I'm not talking about on third and four. I'm talking about on second down and seven, second down and six. That's where he feels like I probably should have taken a shot. 
Miami was tired. We were tired. I should have taken a shot, but he, you know, basically was very conservative, and his kicker let him down. Now, look, it's 53. I get it. 53 yards a long kick. He's a pro who signed for $9 million guaranteed. Got to make the kick. Cap, great stuff. We will talk to you next week. Thank you. Look forward to it. See you, buddy. HeartlandFlags.com makes it possible. We'll be back with Bill Bender, 1700, the champ. Home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700, the champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combathunger. Join the fight today. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Thank you to uh, David Kaplan, is, uh, and thank you to Heartland Flags for making it possible. We talk Chicago sports with Cappy at this time each and every Wednesday. Well, speaking of Wednesday, we talked to uh, Bill Bender from the Sporting News seemingly every Wednesday. This will be no different. Bill's on his way to see uh, – he's on his way to – well, let me ask you this, Bill. Are you going to take a boat? Are you going to be a part of the regatta <laughs> making your way into Neyland Stadium to watch Tua in Alabama? That's going to be a hell of an experience. <laughs> you know, it's one of my favorite places to go see a football game. Uh, you know, tradition, the the power tee, all those things. And you know, that's a team that's playing hard under first-year coach Jeremy Pruitt. And then you add in, you know, the, the long-standing dominance that Alabama's had over them. I'm just interested to see Tua. That would be my first look at Alabama this year. And, uh, I, I, you know, it, it's an interesting team. Obviously, the dominant story of the season but I, I don't think Tennessee is going to win. I just want to see how they play in a big-time rivalry game. No doubt. Let me ask you about last week's Tennessee game. Did you, did it tell us more about Tennessee or more about Auburn, perhaps, as Tennessee's the Vols knocked off the Tigers? Well, I don't think the Vols are there yet, but I mean, the, the one thing that I've said all along is that they're playing hard for that coach, you know? And that's a good sign for your culture in the first year when you've got guys that have bought, clearly bought in despite – you know, I think the Florida game was kind of their wake-up moment, and Auburn hasn't woken up yet. Uh, it, it, what didn't happen after LSU didn't happen after Mississippi State. If you would have, guys would have told me, and I know how much we talk, that Auburn would beat Washington and, and be a three-loss mm-hmm. team at midseason, mm-hmm. I would have said no way. Right. Yeah, here we are. Yep. Uh, you get Alabama, you get Tua, you get all... Uh, Nick Saban, how how is the Nick Saban press conference for you? As you do, you butt yourself up a little bit more. Do you make your make sure your wording is correct when you answer a question? As a national reporter, is it a little bit different with Saban for you? <laughs> well, there are a handful. I, I shouldn't admit this on the air. There are a handful <laughs> of coaches on it that I definitely watch the wording of my questions to mm. make because there are certain coaches I think 
that they look for any excuse to, you know, like Jim Harbaugh will, will take one word in your question and use that as the answer. Uh, Nick Saban's kind of the same way. If he doesn't like your question, if he asks you to repeat it, chances are he, he's not going to answer your question. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, you keep it short, simple. I never use talk about that. You know, you know that. But, uh, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. But they, they will be buttoned up, win or lose. That's just kind of their way. Bill, let me ask you about a couple of conferences. One here right in our backyard, of course, the Big 12 and Iowa State had a really nice win over West Virginia, as you're aware. Texas won loss, Alabama, or Oklahoma rather, won loss. And then what happened last week uh, in the Pac-12? Are the Big 12 and the Pac-12 on life support as far as their playoff chances as we sit here, not even coming to the uh, final weekend in October? Well, I think Oregon, Washington State's a... Um elimination game I, i'm a little stunned that washington's out but i mean i i don't know i guess i was thinking about this this morning because all i do is think about college football is uh is it possible for a two-loss team to get in and, and i think the answer is still no but i mean as we go into the second half of the season the way you think about it is I think Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State are the only teams that can even afford to lose a game. Mm-hmm. So it's a long-winded way of saying, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, and West Virginia can't lose again, um, and they all got to – there's a round robin to go. Yep. I mean, West Virginia's got to play both, and there's going to be a rematch in uh, Dallas with two of them. I really believe Oklahoma and Texas are going to have a rematch for the Big 12 championship game. Feels Starting like to look like it. Yeah, yep. we're, we're trending that direction. Bill, Clemson has given Alabama great games, including beating them lately. I'm not so sure the Tigers are as well-equipped to beat this Alabama team. They are head and shoulders, it feels like, above everybody else. What team, and it doesn't have to be an undefeated team, it can be a one-loss team, what team in your estimation is best equipped to beat the Crimson Tide this year? Well, I still think it's Ohio State, and I know what happened with Nick Boza. I think they have the most talent. I think Clemson. I, I think the teams that could actually entertain beating Ohio or Alabama are on one hand, and, and I've said this before. I think I would say it's Ohio State, Clemson. I still think LSU could. I'm not saying they will, just because it's in their backyard. If that's on a neutral field. The answer is no. Uh, Georgia, I don't think, can do it on a neutral field. And, and I'm running out of teams here. The only team that's starting to become more interesting, and you know that you guys know what I'm going to say next. Michigan. Is, uh, there you go. Yeah. It's just, that's my answer. That's because of the defense mm-hmm. and because their offensive line looks good. Mm-hmm. And I watched them out Wisconsin, Wisconsin on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't have guessed that that would have happened. The way they beating, beating Wisconsin's one thing. The way they did it was a little bit different. Yeah, you were there in person, Bill, and you know, let me let me follow that up then because you know you've you've said a couple of times Ohio State's one of those teams. Is there is is there a way in your mind that you know we get to that Saturday uh, of Thanksgiving weekend in Columbus, eleven o'clock in the morning Central Time? You will be in attendance as most of the national media will be. Might this be the year that Harbaugh gets past Ohio State? His team's arrow is pointing up. I would say let's wait till Sunday. Because okay. I want to see them get through Michigan Party. State first. Mm-hmm. I just know that that rivalry, D'Antonio, you know, every time you want to bury D'Antonio in that program, they do what they did last week. Mm-hmm. You know, they go to Penn State and win as double-digit underdogs. And I know it's going to be a tight game because both teams can stop the run. 
The reason I think Michigan is going to go to East Lansing and win, though, is I think their passing offense is a little bit better. I think Shea Patterson will be the difference in this game. And if he doesn't make the big mistakes, the, the Wolverines will walk out of there. Not with a comfortable win, but a win. And um, if they can do that and beat Penn State, I think we'll go into the final weekend of the regular season with a couple things at work. One, I think Ohio State-Michigan will, will be just the same and every bit as thrilling as that game in 16. Two, I'm wondering what Iowa-Wisconsin is going to look like, the race between those two now that Northwestern's in the mix. And if I had to pick a Big Ten championship game today, I'd probably go Ohio State-Iowa, but it depends on, mm. you know, can Iowa take care of business against Penn State? If they win that game, I, I think they're going to be in the Big Ten Championship because I think Wisconsin could lose another game. So do we. Yes, uh, we are in that one and not just another game. I think there's two more L's on the uh, docket for the Badgers. Hey, to your stomping grounds of Ohio, Bill, and Cincinnati's off to a 6-0 and start. Nice story. Not going to see a lick of their game against Temple with <laughs> Iowa playing at that time. We have Oklahoma TCU. We got Michigan, Michigan State. But taking on Temple, Luke Fickle, though. We remember him when he was the interim coach for Trestle at Ohio State. Is it stock rising here? Is he a name that's going to get the next big college job that's open? Your thoughts on Fickle and what's next for him? I mean, this was a great job that he's done. I think he'll be there for at least another year, though, because what what he's building at Cincinnati, we've seen other coaches do it. We've seen D'Antonio. We've seen Brian Kelly. I just know from living here that some of the best high school football in the country is played down in Cincinnati. Um, you know, so many kids go to Notre Dame and Ohio State from that area, and the Catholic League there is second to none. Um, I had to plug that being a Catholic high school football <laughs> kid in Ohio. Um, but I think Luke Fickle's done a good job recruiting, kind of reversing the culture there and taking advantage of a program where they can't have success in the American Athletic Conference. Mm. As far as guys on the way up, you know, I think he's won. I think Seth Littrell for North Texas. Dennis Dodd did an excellent profile on him this week, so I won't take credit for that. Um, and, and a couple others out there, but I think those are two that kind of stick out. Neil Brown at Troy will move up as well. Mm. Well, let, let me ask you about another Ohio guy and a guy that I, I don't think is going. Well, no, Matt, Matt Campbell's not going anywhere for, at Iowa State. But from a national perspective, give me your opinion on his program, who, you know, back-to-back weeks picking up top 25 teams, you can debate whether they belong there or not. The fact remains that's where they were when Iowa State played them. Um, Iowa State, it looks like they found the right kid to play quarterback. They've got a defense for the first time in a long time, and that's rare in the Big 12, as you know, Bill Bender. Your thoughts from where you sit on what what Campbell is doing at Iowa State? I think Matt Campbell's the guy. Well, the other guy I left out on that last question was Ryan Day. I mean, wouldn't you go after him right now if you were an FBS program? Yes. Uh, Aggressively. Absolutely. (laughs) And I know, uh, well, that because that kind of leads into Ohio State, because I think whenever Urban's done, if Matt Campbell continues to do what I think he's going to do, he'll be a candidate for the Ohio State job, being an Ohio guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think Ryan Day also is a candidate for that Ohio State job because he showed he could do it for three weeks. Um, So, but yeah, I think Campbell... It's cool to see them get back on their feet with that right quarterback, like you said, back-to-back big wins. Um, I shouldn't have picked West Virginia to win in Ames. I'm not picking anybody ever to win in Ames again. <laughs> all right? So uh, it's just uh, it's just that was a good thing to get them on track. And, you know, if you're a Big 12 team. But Oklahoma's win doesn't look, I guess, 
people were criticizing them for winning by 10 in that game, and I knew that better than that because I know what Iowa State is a tough place to play. Bill, I don't think you've ever been to Pullman. I'm going to guess you haven't. But game day going there, what a story that is. We've seen the flag for decades now flying Mm -hmm. in the background. That environment, what it's going to be with Oregon coming to town and game day, most importantly, being there. Well, first things first, I have been to Ames. I watched Sage Rosenfels and uh, Reggie Hayward beat Ohio Ohio University many years ago um, in my travels there. But I've never been to Pullman. I think... You know, opportunity in this Oregon-Washington State game to watch two very efficient quarterbacks. I mean, that's been the difference for the Ducks is Justin Herbert, a guy that, um, what's the word, you know, getting the NFL draft buzz mm-hmm. is living up to it. And I think on the other side, Minshew has been good for Washington State. So mm-hmm. I fully anticipate that as one of those games you got to stay up and watch because they're going to play to 40, and Mike Leach is going to throw it around. And if Washington State wins – they are the team that the Pac-12 is going to be forced to kind of pump up. And, you know, Mike Leach is pretty good in those press conferences, too. Uh, let us live vicariously through a sports writer, Bill. Um, is there a stadium that you can't wait until the Sporting News assigns you to go cover? Where haven't you been that you really want to get to and do so, uh, you know, as a credentialed member of the media? <laughs> I do want to do – I'm selfishly rooting for LSU to win this week so I can go to a night game there gotcha. with, with LSU yeah. and uh, Alabama and everything, that, the entire circus that would be around that game if those two hooked up. So that's kind of the, the tentative travel plan. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I've been blessed to be around the Big Ten and, and most of the stadiums there and do some of those things. And, um, you know, it's a, fun, it's a fun gig. And, you know, last week was another one. It was cool to go to a Michigan night game for the first time because the energy is a little bit different in the big house. And like I said, they just if they beat Michigan State, they're kind of that team that with the way Shea Patterson's playing. You know, I could also picture a Michigan-Iowa game in the Big Ten championship game, and, mm-hmm. and that would be fun given what – if Iowa played Michigan or Ohio State is what I'm saying. It would be fun, given what Iowa did to those two teams the last two seasons. That's a great point, yes. no doubt about. It. Hey, last thing away from college football, Bill, just because when when you get uh, uh, farmed out—that's not the right expression—but when that, when the Sporting News sends you to cover the Indians uh, in the playoff series, and the Indians pointing fingers at the Astros, and I think they're on to something. Was was that ever a talker last year with you, or had you heard that in your times covering Indians Astros that uh, you know the Astros have this guy that. Uh, you know, maybe taking pictures or maybe doing something nefarious that's against the rules. Had you heard that, Bill? I had not, but I, I'm just going to say this, and, and you, know, you guys know, and this is, this, I'm going to take off my journalist hat for two seconds and tell you, because my wife's a diehard Cleveland fan, um, she yells at TV more than I do when they play, and she went up to game three, and she called me after, and she said, the Astros are just always in the right spot. <laughs> that's what she said. Okay, so that's my wife as your source. Um <laughs> And I said, yeah, I'll, and all I thought of it was, I was like, that's just a really good baseball team. And yeah. Didn't think much of it and, you know, live, learn, and lose and all those kind of things. Um, but just that stuck with me as these stories have writ- been written because I'm like, huh, maybe they were uh, in those right spots for the reason. But I, I will say this. I, I think Houston was the better team than Cleveland. Um, I'm interested to see where this story goes because baseball, baseball cheating is always the most interesting cheating to me. 
Indeed, pretty. Uh, it's uh, right up there at the top. Bill Bender, so are you. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy your trip to Knoxville. Can't wait to hear about it. And we will talk to you one week from today. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Thank you, Bill. Hey, no problem, guys. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, Thank good you. to talk to you. Bill Bender, Sporting News. He chimes in here in our final segment on a Wednesday. Where do you want to go? Is there one for you? For college football? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I, I've been to a lot of the big ones. I've been to... How about an SEC school? Is there one that you want to... I've been to Alabama before. Uh-huh. I've been to... Neyland Stadium at night? That that sounds good. It No, it's LSU. Belt, Baton Rouge it, at it's night? It's Death yeah. Valley. Mm-hmm. Night game. Mm-hmm. Sucking on bourbon all day. I don't Suck drink. it on bourbon. That's what you got to do if you're down there. You got to drink like the natives. Oh, yuck. I don't like bourbon either, but you got to do you it. You would do it. Well, of course. Well, you did for, you did the grain belt thing, but yes. that didn't take your arm being twisted. No, no, I do grain belt even right. here. Right. Um, I think it's an S. I think for those are probably the two. I got to the Grove last year, as you know, when right. I was covering the Liberty Bowl. My wife and I drove the 90 miles, whatever it is, from Memphis down to Oxford. Um, and that was really cool. Couldn't get into the stadium. Wish I could have. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it with the leaves, et cetera. Um, but I think it's an S. The answer to for me is an SEC school. The Swamp? No, that, not all of them. No. Not Vanderbilt. Well, not sure I want to go to that. Lexington to watch football, although right. the team's really good this year. Um, I think it would be Neyland Stadium, number one, Baton Rouge, number two, Ole Miss, number three. Ahead of Alabama, ahead yeah, of Brian so. Denny. I think so. Brian Denny's okay. Yeah, but if I go it's to big. Brian Denny, I'm going to see a blowout, Trent. Not necessarily. When I, I went, see. I saw Tennessee almost pull a shocker. Yeah, was Saban there? Yeah, he was, was he? It was the first national championship year of 2009. Ah, that's right. And I was wearing, in fact, this very Iowa sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. Really? I was wearing it. And that thing has aged well, Trent. It has. And what are you doing up here? What are you doing? Up? You know, getting, getting yeah. the, the Southern draw, and I was undefeated at the time. I told him I was scouting for the national championship. Ah, of course you were. And they got a kick out of that, I'll tell you. <laughs> they did. That, that joke got me a lot of free beer that day. <laughs> or not bourbon, but beer? Beer, yeah. Uh, what do you end? Well, let's get the first one out of the way. You and yes. Jimmy B today are doing what? Uh, we'll have Ryan Van Bibber stopping by. A lot of NFL conversation coming up with him for the SB next SB Nation, hour. right? You got it. I mm-hmm. uh, always love talking with Ryan. St. Louis guy and his former team played yeah. pretty well. No, I'll say. And then uh, this afternoon on the drive with you and Wolfgang, four to six today, you've got a full show, two hours. It's a Wednesday. Pat Hardy will be dropping by from allhawkeyes.com. We'll talk NFL with Andrew Garda. And then in the five o'clock hour, Kevin Lehman, fresh off of UNI Media Day today, he'll be dropping by. We'll get some thoughts on the Panthers and all those injuries. For Iowa State hoops, what's yeah, happening there? It's been on more than their share, right? Yeah. But I guess if they're going to get them, now is the time to do so. We'll be back tomorrow. I know Mark Morehouse is going to join us. So is Stephen M. Simple. What did you figure out with Mitch Holtis? Working did, on it. Did, did I lose him in the divorce? It's not a divorce. Well, still we together. just changed hours. That's it's all. It's a collaborative divorce. The, right. So am I going to get the <laughs> I forgot about that commercial. Divorce. Um <laughs> Well, we'll see. Tune in tomorrow, and uh, we will talk to Mark Morehouse, Stephen M. Sipple, for absolute certain. Until then, Jimmy B. and TC coming up next. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow from 11 to 1. It's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for being here. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. It's 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ.
Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Save on landscape blocks from Menards. We have the blocks you need to create your ideal outdoor space. Pick up Clifton retaining wall blocks in a straight or beveled style. Just $4 each after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through October 20th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. This flu season, one Walgreens flu shot can make a world of difference. So you can protect yourself and also your close-talking co-workers, high-fiving neighbors, two-month-old niece. That's why Walgreens has specially trained pharmacists that have provided over 60 million flu shots since 2010. Stop by for your flu shot today with a $0 copay with most insurance. Because protecting the world starts with protecting yours. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Vaccines subject to availability. State age and health-related restrictions may apply. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. At ADT, we DIFY, do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com.